inception to the Mexican border, this is the SoCal Bite. I'm Nathan Callahan. On today's menu, the legend of the Dancing Goat Society. I grew up a coffee drinker in Southern California. By 1992, I was a member of the Dancing Goat Society. Let me explain. On a morning in Ethiopia, some 1,200 years ago, Kaldi, a goat herder well known for his laid-back manner, awoke to the sight of his flock behaving extraordinarily. The natty beasts were dancing a dervish, standing on hind legs and bleating a Dionysian rhapsody as if primed by the goat god Pan. When Kaldi noticed some of them munching on branches of bright red berries, he took it upon himself to do the same. Enlightenment was at hand. The berries tasted bitter, but Kaldi soon found himself exhilarated, clear-thinking, and wondrously joyful. Kaldi's wife, accustomed to a man much less aroused, but more than willing to adjust to a new lifestyle, convinced her husband to visit the nearest monastery and share these miraculous berries with the world. But when Kaldi approached the elder monk with his discovery, the monk lost his cool. Like most men of the cloth, he was distrustful of any mysterious power outside of his control, especially power held inside a bean. In a literal fit of anger, fire, and brimstone, the elder monk threw the berries into a monastic bonfire that the other brothers had gathered around in meditation. Immediately, a heavenly aroma filled the room. The elder monk had inadvertently become the world's first coffee roaster and, by uniting the coffee berry with the heat, changed the world forever. His fellow monks leapt to their feet in the midst of this caffeinated bakur and proclaimed the berry a gift of God. Coffee, Java, so it was. After considerable experimentation, the monks ground what was left of the coffee and soaked it in water so the goodness may flow through the liquid. A splendid time was had by all, and the bean became part of monastic and religious tradition. Centuries later, when secular demand grew for coffee, Kava Kane, better known to us as coffee houses, began to spring up in metropolitan centers in the Middle East. The most famous of these coffee meccas later became known simply as the city of Mecca. As you might have guessed, the music and freewheeling, artistic, creative, social, political, and religious discussions that were part of the coffee house scene made the ruling elite squirm in their seats. Soon, kings and priests attempted to shut these meeting places down. It was during this dark period of Java history that the Dancing Goat Society was formed. The society provided a speakeasy drinking atmosphere, moving secretly from house to house in the city. While coffee house persecution eventually failed, coffee and the society around it flourished. In America, the Dancing Goat Society first reared its horn head at the Green Dragon Coffee House, 
a spot that Daniel Webster called the headquarters of the revolution. Under a full head of steam, society members helped to instigate the Boston Tea Party. At the Merchant's Coffee House in New York, a group of free thinkers made the first plan for the establishment of a United States separate from England. So it was. Today in Southern California and the world, the inspired spirit of the Dancing Goat Society is alive evermore. So the goodness may flow through the liquid. Excuse me now. I need a cup of coffee. Thank mm-hmm. you.